It's looking absolutely gorgeous when it comes to the fall colors this year. I don't know about you, but I've been loving fall. The orange just popping, yellows just so vibrant, and the reds are intense this year. And I just, I don't know if it's got a new spring in my step because, you know, we're, we're finally seeing a light at the end of this pandemic tunnel or if it's for real here to talk about it sean thomas a professor of forest ecology at the university of toronto joins the kelly Catrera show thanks for being here sean hi there am i imagining things uh no this is a great year uh we've had all the right kind of setup with the weather conditions to to prime the trees to give this fantastic display so how does the weather influence the color of the leaves well, if you remember last year, it was not so great, uh, right? It, we had this sort of warm fall with uh, a lot of cloud cover. And so, you know, it got to November and the, the leaves were on there and we really hadn't seen in the GTA much color at all. Mm -hmm. uh, so this year uh, we got this, not quite a frost, but quite cool temperatures, a little above freezing, uh, and a lot of sunlight, and now that's the conditions that'll trigger this biochemical process in in tree leaves, especially the maples and a number of the other species that show these brilliant red colors. Uh, and yeah, they just had all the all the right signals to give us really a traditional Canadian fall. Okay, without getting too high and inside, uh, pretend that you're talking to uh, a kid here. But without, you know, talking down to us too much, what what kind of biochemical process is going on? Because I'm always, I like to nerd out on these things. Okay, it's it's pretty interesting. Um, but what are, so people think there's this kind of old idea that, that the chlorophyll is breaking down and there are these pigments that are already there and they're kind of being revealed. But that's not what's going on with the reds and the oranges. Those are new pigments that are being made. They're anthocyanin pigments. And the kind of leading hypothesis for why trees do that, why, why are they producing these things when they're about to shed the leaves? It's about withdrawing the, the nutrients from the leaves. And uh, that process of taking the nutrients out is really sensitive to UV radiation. Uh, and so these anthocyanin pigments are serving as a kind of sunscreen for the leaves so that they can be efficient with their nutrients. That is fascinating. I, I mean, how many people are going to walk in the woods now and think of that? That's So this is really, the color change is facilitating uh, getting nutrients from the leaves. Yeah, it's it's the the trees are being efficient with their nutrients and they take the nutrients out and they store them especially in the inner bark mm -hmm. of of the tree. So it's it's this kind of happy biochemical accident that we have this, you know, fantastic color display. I love that. You know, I think about when I see people walking, you know, out in, outdoors, every once in a while you'll see somebody walking around with a leaf in their hand or they go up and they rip a little bit of the bark off. I mean, when you hear that that's where they're storing some of their nutrients, it, it would really make you pause to think, okay, what am I doing to this organism, this tree here, if I rip off this piece of bark? It could be detrimental to its survival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bark is like the skin of the tree, and it's protecting their sapwood. 
Uh, so yeah, the, the thing that comes up like with urban trees is people go with their whippersnippers or whatever, and they damage the bottom of the tree. And yeah. that, that's the, the worst, the worst place for a tree to be damaged. Last year, I understand you were doing interviews about how climate change was ruining the fall colors and you yeah. kind of allude, you alluded to it off the, off the hop here. Has that changed or, you know, are you expecting well, that this is going to be just an anomaly this good year for the trees? The weather, of course, varies from year to year. So uh, one year it'll be a bit cooler. You'll get these kind of uh, big climate patterns that will move through. It, it depends on the jet stream kind of meandering or uh, we've had a couple, of course, hurricanes that have really kind of stirred things up and brought some different air masses in. Uh, so we're probably lucky this year. The overall mean trend is for it to be warmer and and also a bit cloudier. Uh, and so that doesn't, uh, you know, forecast on average, we might expect to have duller falls. But fortunately, this year, we've really got the kind of classic fall uh, conditions. And so we have we have uh, sort of returned to fall colors that we would have seen 20, 30 years ago. Sean, I'm going to ask you uh, a, a question that you might think is obvious or ridiculous, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Is there a temperature at which the leaves decide that, you know, they're going to drop? Well, yeah, that, that dropping, I mean, f- freeze events will lead to leaf senescence, as it's, it's called. Uh, but, you know, typically there's windstorms that come through, I guess, uh, you know, Algonquin, uh, lost a lot of their, their leaves, uh, just in the last couple of days from, from some big windstorms coming through. Okay. So how long do we have to enjoy these leaves barring a windstorm? Uh, we should have a good week or, or two. It depends, you know, there's a really big climate gradient just in and around Toronto. So uh, it's, a you know, uh, three, four degrees warmer in the middle of the city than it is just out at the, the northern edge. Um, so uh, it depends where you are. And, you know, there's a gradient, too, as you go south. So if you've missed the fall colors here, you know, you probably can go uh, down in the Niagara region and, or into the U.S. or whatever and still, and still catch things. It's a brilliant year. What is your favorite tree when it comes to fall colors? Do you have one? I mean, you're a professor of forest ecology at the University of Toronto. Yeah, well, sugar sugar maple is the classic, right? And when you in it dominates, so you get these pure stands of sugar maple, and that's a phenomenon that you just don't see almost anywhere else in the world, where there's the whole hillside uh, just covered in in red. Uh, so there's, I, I've spent some time in China and there's, there's some nice fall foliage in China, but they don't have the whole hillside being covered like that. And where's your favorite place to go to view? Uh, well, you know, Al- Algonquin, Halberton Highlands is, is probably the most spectacular, but it's great that right around in the GTA, there's, there's wonderful colors this year. Certainly are at where I live in the 905, just brilliant. The valleys are looking absolutely gorgeous. Sean, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you uh, walking us through what's going on in that biochemical process. I think a lot of people like to get a little deeper into what's going on scientifically. It's, it's, it becomes more of an you know, a learning experience rather than just a pretty thing to look at. Yeah, there's also even some science now on the 
the kind of human perception of this and you know it 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 triggers endorphins and uh so forth it's it's uh you know there there's a case to be made that we really should be planting species that will ha- make these displays as a as a kind of environmental service sure i mean if you're invested if you're liking something cuz it's pretty you might be more interested in it when you go a little deeper you find out that you want to protect it you want it to be around a lot longer thank you very much yeah, sean i really absolutely. appreciate this conversation Yeah, have a great rest of the fall. You as well. That is uh, Sean Thomas. He's a professor of forest ecology at the University of Toronto. Uh, The hipsters are not calling it, you know, going out and looking at the fall colors. It has to be something cute. Leaf peeping. I wish I was kidding, but they call it leaf peeping. So if you're out leaf peeping this weekend, it's going to be a good weekend. And you might only have a couple more weekends, depending on where you go, according to Sean.